Hello and welcome to 2K Fantasy Premier League podcast. This is episode 41 and we're looking ahead to game week 26. As always, I'm Chris and I'm joined by Kev. Hello, Kev. Hey, buddy. How are you? Not too bad. We are, we're recording this on Sunday. The cup final is on. I think it's 2-0 to Manchester United, but I just looked a second ago. Uh, so I guess that's gone the way I thought it, thought, expected it to go. Um, and I know that we're both, well, I know you're more pressed for time than I am, but we, yeah. and, and everyone listen, listen to this, don't laugh. We're going for a short pod because our plan is to come back on Wednesday evening once the FA Cup games are done because that's going to impact on game week 28, 32, etc. So we're going to keep this pretty narrow to clean sheet odds, team news, and then our thoughts ahead of game week 26, specifically around our teams and captains, and I think probably differentials as well. Okay? All right. Sound good. Right, I'll start with clean sheet odds then. So for this okay. week, we, we have five teams with odds above 40%. So there's only one team in the 50s, and that's Arsenal, 57% at home to Bournemouth. And then the four teams in 40s are apparently Man City keep clean sheets, 45% at home to Newcastle, Villa, 43% at home to Palace, Chelsea, 43% at home to Leeds, and Brighton, 42% at home to West Ham. So there's a bit of a there's a bit of a trend there of uh, a thought that some of the home teams will do quite well. Um, so let's just do team news. I'm just going to wrap this up. I'm going to go through this fairly quickly. So the teams are written in the order I've written them down. So start with Spurs. So Poro, who we all thought was going to be playing for them, was benched again and Royale played and they kept a clean sheet. He set up a goal. So I'm guessing he'll be struggling to get back in the team. Son was on the bench again and Forster was playing in goal. Uh, Brighton haven't played, so nothing new to say there. I've written down a whole load of stuff around Chelsea here, but I think the main thing I take away from Chelsea is, uh, well, Thiago Silva was injured, which might be interesting for Far- for Far- for for Farner. Badashiel, who looked nailed, was benched. They still didn't keep a clean sheet. Enzo played 90 again, so he kind of seems nailed. And Felix started and played 83, so he kind of seems nailed. And James and Chilwell are around. I mean, anything else to add, to add there, Kev? Yeah, the second Potter's sacked. I don't trust Jack shit, except for probably Enzo. So I, I think they're just too risky right now. They look like garbage. I mean, even Felix didn't look good today. Like I feel like, I mean, Potter's won one in t- 11 matches now. <laughs> and, and like, if they get knocked out of Champions League, like that's got to be the nail in the coffin, you'd think. But So I just feel like anything from that team is risky, and it's un- except for maybe Keppa and Enzo. And it's unfortunate because... They're a really good team to target right now to get you through all the blanks, and they have a double in twenty nine. So, but that yeah. I, I just I can't. Even Fafana coming in at four point three, I just feel like there's too many guys there. So yeah, I don't know. Agreed. Um, what I forgot to say up front was uh, there are thirteen Premier League teams playing on across Tuesday and Wednesday across the Premier League in the FA Cup. Uh, and given and as I kind of already alluded to, once the FA Cup is played out we will know exactly who's playing in 28 and then we'll have a better idea about 32 because we'll know probably a few more games that are confirmed and we'll know the FA Cup draw. So we'll kind of have a bit of a better idea of the permutations of who might blank in 32. Uh, And the final thing to say is the deadline is this Saturday, 11 o'clock, and the first game is Man City versus Newcastle, which we do know that we do get City leaks. That's been tried and tested and that may be relevant when it comes to captaincy potentially but we can we can pick that one up um 
So, th- so what reminded me of that is I've written down Fulham. Mitch Rich didn't play. He's got a muscle injury, but they are playing in the FA Cup, so maybe we'll get more information then. Um, Brentford haven't played. Uh, Tony's still got the eight yellows and two more, and he gets a ban at some point, which will be a pay- could be a risk that he misses a game in one of the doubles he's got in twenty-seven or twenty-nine, or potentially manage somehow manage to miss a game in both. And obviously, he's still got the uh, the gambling ban or or verdict hanging over his head. Uh, Leicester, Madison's out with a knee injury, and I just think that's very bad for Leicester and probably makes me question Mark. Because that, that's that's the knee, knee that's been playing, and I, I think that's been that kept him out injured earlier in the season and makes me question him a bit for 29, but that's you know that's a little while away. Um, Leeds, Javier Garcia had his first match and, and they won. Uh, is it manager ban- bounce? Is it is it just the look of you know, is he a bit more organized? Um, Somerville was benched, not but he did come on for Notto after 61, which I guess is kind of what we talked about before, Kev, which is Notto's playing now, but the new manager might have a different view. And yeah. Sinistera is still out. Uh, West Ham, Fabianski went off with an eye injury. So is it Aurelio or someone might be playing for a little bit? Um, Kufal, who I'd certainly looked at as a cheapie at some point, went off at half time. There was no injury. It was in it. It was in it. There was no suggestion it was an injury, but uh, I guess one to look out for. Um, for Palace, Zahar was not in the squad, but he did say he's back training, so he's probably going to be back this weekend, which would be interesting because he might be a punt for people when they double in twenty-seven. Uh, for Villa, Bailey was back in the starting eleven and he played ninety. Watkins scored against. So that's five in a row, and this time it was a penalty, so we do know he's on penalties. Uh, and Coutinho was injured, which may play a bit into Bailey because they played with Coutinho and Buendia behind Watkins in the previous game against Arsenal. But Bailey playing 90 is interesting given he's 4.4 and a nice enabler for the for 28 and double 29. Southampton. Oh, no, I, I've written down they're still in search of manager, but they, no, they've, they appointed their uh, assistant coach, didn't they? But nothing else to say about Southampton. Forest and Bournemouth, nothing to say there. Um, Liverpool. So... Unlucky for anyone that got Nunes Darwin or Darwin Nunes in this this week. He wasn't in the squad. Hopefully, for those, he'll be back playing on Wednesday. Matic was in for the injured Gomez and Jot had his first start. For Everton, Calvert-Lewin and Patterson weren't in the squad. So, I think, Kev, you made the right decision selling Patterson. Um, So... Arsenal had some changes, and I think you I think you had a, a, a some some sort of word to des- uh, describe that, Kev. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, it, there was that rumor that Enkedia was hurt, but he came on and played. So I just I don't know. My thought was just sort of like, is, is he becoming Pep? Like it's Pep Roulette, but is it Arteta Roulette? I mean, oh. like what when they first got uh, <laughs> Trossard, I just felt like. We didn't know for sure it was going to be Martinelli at the time, right? Like, it could have been uh, Enkedia because Trossard was playing false nine for Brighton and Martinelli has played false nine. So, like, it was sort of the three of them could all hurt each other. And I think we're starting to see that now. Like, you know, you know, it happened to Martinelli first. So he was sort of like the guy that had to go. But now that it's also happened to Enkedia, I think that really makes his stock fall especially if Jesus is back soon. Like, he looks really good when he plays, but, like, if he's going to be rotated with Trossard and Martinelli and Jesus, you know, I mean, if you got him, just probably leave him. But there's, I don't see anyone bringing Enkedia in now. Yeah, agreed. And I think we talked about in the last pod, or I, I know we've been messaging about it. My view was 
that Eddie needed the rest because he kind of went from being a bit part player to the guy that plays 90 minutes every week. And that's just quite a big tra- transition. He just looked like he needed a break. Um, the but other Martelli thing to... looked yeah, great. So, I mean, and Trossard looked great. They were like the two best players of the match. So that's not good for Eddie. Because it, it was probably like a rest. But now it's like, hey, that worked pretty well. So we're going to do that a bit more often. I mean, Martinelli's two goals in two games now. Um, confidence back up. He's had a bit of a rest. He Suddenly, had three returns too. Like the sack goal was just barely offside, and the the yep. white. I mean, he did score, but it was white. You know, sort of restricting the keeper or whatever. So I mean, he would have had what two goals and an assist. That would have been a monster haul. Yeah. He, suddenly, Martinelli, Saka, and White look like a decent option because. <laughs> Odegaard's off the oh, gone gone off the boil, but that's kind of I, how it goes, isn't it? I just, I think it's still Sack and Odegaard just from like game time certainty, and yeah. you know if you have White, if you have Martinelli, if you have Enkedia, you just leave it. You're not really targeting Arsenal now anyway. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they don't double in 29. Besides besides having a match in 28, you know after that they're probably not going to really be on our radar anymore unless you free hit 28. Southampton get knocked out and you need them in 32. But that's a yeah. Talk about that yeah. the other day. So the other thing to say is White played 90. I, I kind of think that he's yeah, he's definitely a keep. And then Party was fit, but he stayed in the bench, which is which is from an Arsenal point point of view is good. It's good to sort of make sure he's actually he ready. He came on. He, yeah, yeah. He came on for like last few minutes and he just uh Hold, hold things up so yeah but it was it was it was good to see that we had a bit of common sense and trusted in uh uh Jorginho coming in um then wolves bueno played 90 so i suspect so i think if you've got bueno and i certainly have he's just the keeper for now i think i think he probably is just about the favorite player for them did he get man did he get man man, man of the match Kev? yeah that's what you told yeah. me okay um and sarabia played again and scored so he's 5.5 million which is mildly interesting as a midfielder and I didn't actually write this down but Imanez got the first return for Wolves forward this season so uh, congratulations to Wolves forwards they're now off the mark it, and it wasn't a goal it was an assist but um, given they hadn't any any other returns it's good good for them um, Man City usual Stones Stones I think should be back this week Laporte wasn't in the squad Aki, Kanji, and Lewis all started Marwes was bench, Foden started, and KDB was on the bench. We didn't. I don't think he got on, from what I gather. So, I mean, the illnesses and the injuries, and it's just mad. Ro- it's usual rotation. And then, very briefly on the cup final news, Wilson and St. Maximum started for Newcastle. There was a bit of a question mark if, if Rashford, Rashford was fit, but he is fit and he he scored. And Casemiro is also now back available in the Premier League. So that was everything I want to say about team news. Kev, do you want to do diff- differentials? Sure, man. Would you like to go first? Uh, yeah, why not? So, um, well, I had a Chelsea player down, but I don't know. After today. <laughs> <laughs> Here's, the thing is, they play every week, okay? Like, for the rest of the season, right? They don't have a blank, and they have a double. So, same with Villa, right? I think same with Forest and Bournemouth. So, like, these are really going to be the players that are going to become popular. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think you could say Watkins is a differential anymore because he's, like, the most, I think, the most transferred in player. And he's just going to be a target now. 
But anyway, uh, I think Enzo is still attractive because he's still in the beeps. They looked shit today overall. They almost seem to be like intimidated by the Spurs home crowd. You know what I mean? Like yep. it's, it's still like a bit part team of players from all different countries that just met each other three weeks ago. And and they're they're figuring their shit out kind of like Forrest at the beginning of the year, right? Yep. Just take some time. But I think Enzo to me looks like a good player still. I know he didn't do great on the skip goal defensively, but he got a couple good shots off today. Uh, he's all up in the creativity, gets assists, and is all over the bonus points. He's only five million. You know, it could be a really good move from Andreas. And I think he's only like, yeah, he's only one point three percent home. So okay. cool. the other one is uh, Emmy Martinez in, in net for uh, Villa, uh, 4.2%, 4.9%. Uh, the thing with Villa, because I was going to bring in a defender of theirs this week, which I wish I did in hindsight because they kept the clean sheet, but they all have uh, some sort of rotation risk, it seems. like, And it's really kind of frustrating because they're not bad prices. Like even Matty Cash, I thought he was injured and maybe he had a bit of a knock or something. But he's straight up like fighting for his position with Ashley Young. And Ashley Young is starting a lot of games if you look through the season. And Matt, Matty Cash is not 100% nailed. Like it's a straight up battle for minutes. Um, and I don't know, maybe Emery there now. Maybe it's more Matty Cash's nail. But it just, I, that turned me on. I was reading articles and looking through stuff. And Matty Cash was talking about how the competition's great. He, he understands why Young gets some starts and stuff. I was like, oh, I don't particularly like that you know what i mean and then if you look at the, yep. the center backs you got mings and consa but diego carlos is uh well it, it actually just updated because it was supposed to say it said march 4th when i clicked on it the other day now it says 25 percent lack of match fitness which to me means he's probably now training and pretty much fit he is the first choice center back not mings or consa the second job is up for grabs so can't go consa or mings because I think you're just going to, the second you bring them in, you know, you, we don't know who it is that's going to get rotated there yet. And you, whoever you bring in now, if your plan is to go through these uh, next few weeks without using the free hit, because I think it's so important to use a 32, you're not going to want a fucking questionable player you're bringing in here. So, and then it's the same on the other side with Luca Dean and Mourinho. So all four of them are a bit risky, right? So I think the fact that they have really good fixtures, they play every week, and they also have a double means Emmy Martinez is actually a pretty good little pick. He just got nine points. He got all three bonus this week. Even though it was 2-0, there were two goals scored. He got all three bonus, and he only had four saves. So, you know, Keppa looks a bit whatever lately. I mean, if if you he's the other one that plays every week and is and like has the double. So like if you have Keppa, you're not gonna move off of him. Uh, but he's only 8.6% owned Keppa. So I would imagine that there's a number of people that don't have him, and maybe you like uh, Villa's fixtures a bit better. I mean, the, the only the only thing I'd say about Emmy Martinez is he likes a yellow card. I'm, so many, I'm just trying how many yellow cards he's already got this season. Okay, he's got five already. I mean, he's not going to get a ban or anything, but he's got yellows in the last two games. I know he got it for time-wasting in the Arsenal game. I'm not sure about the Everton game. but he, Even he's... this week, he had a yellow. He still got all three beeps. Oh, yeah, agreed. It's just the yellows can be quite annoying on keepers. But yeah, yeah. That's the, that was the only thing I was going to say. Um, so in terms, terms of my two differentials, I got uh, Mbumo, um, or Bumo from uh, Brentford. 
So 5.8, 3.1% owned. I guess there's a bit of a differential to Tony. He's a little bit cheaper, creates a bit more cash, and doesn't have a eight yellow cards or betting ban ho- hanging over his head. So for those that want a bit more game time security or etc he might be the one and he has and he has got a few returns in the last few weeks so somewhere different to go there and then i think kev you did you call out bournemouth as the other team that playing throughout the season i mean he was popular early in the season he was being injured he's he's now back he's he's played the last two or three games as solanke 5.5 1.8 percent owned i suspect i'd go embumo over solanke for the 0.3 million if i could afford it but really depends what your chip strategy is dude i mean you're bringing up there they don't play in 28 that is true and like everyone doubles in 29 so it's not like bumo is going to be like winning you the week versus other players that double in 29 you're basically saying i want a doubler in 27 fuck everything else oh solanke's got a he's in his three games he's had two assists in the last two games and he didn't, didn't do anything against newcastle so he's the only thing that was unattractive for Solanke is that, like, before this week, his fixtures were City, Arsenal, Pool, all in a row. But yeah, and he's, that, still got Arsenal, Villa, he's still got Arsenal, Pool. Yeah, then he's got Villa in the blank, which is decent, and then Fulham and Brighton is his double, both at home in 29. It's not bad. I, like, And he's cheap. And I had him earlier in the year. He, he, gets, he gets sneaky little returns. Like, they basically were terrible when he was injured earlier in the year. He came back fit, and then that's when they went on their run. And then he's been injured, and they've been terrible. And they come back, and, you know, I mean, they, they didn't win the game, but, like, they managed to score versus City, which I know sounds not that impressive lately because they keep conceding, but it's still hard to score <laughs> on City. Yeah. yeah. So it was impressive. He seems okay. to get into the returns if they do score. I'm I'm kind of feeling like Slanky should have been your differential. You you you're more pro Slanky than I am. I just I analyzed the shit out of him because I I took a minus twelve this week and I was doing everything I can to not. And I looked at him instead of Watkins, but ultimately I was like, I just want Watkins. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. So I think we'll just wrap this up with we'll cover captain at the same time as just talking about our team plan, but just for game week twenty six. And as I said at the start at the outset. We're planning to come back on Wednesday. Let's we'll check the timings because one of the reasons why we do it at the weekends is it gets pretty hard in the week with kids and work and time zones, etc. Um, but but we recognise that the FA Cup games are massive yeah. in terms of uh, chip strategy, etc. So um, I might start here actually, Kev. So my so I'm in a slightly so I'm pretty certain you're going to roll, and I think I probably should roll. But I'm going to have the same headaches that I think a few people have got, and maybe we'll have similar ones, Kev. So, so I'm going to start Edison in goal, Newcastle home. Um, I don't like Edison, but I'm, I've got him, so I'll stick with him. Yeah. And then I've got Trent Alexander-Arnold home to Man United. I'll play him. White home to Bournemouth. I'll play him. Then you come to the first question mark, and I guess we're both going to have this. Trippier away at Man City. Are you starting him, Kev? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because he scored last... against the last match and he fucking played hard. Remember that tackle he did under Brian? Almost a red. Like he was just like, I want to win this game. Yeah. And it was... I, I think we're all a bit off Newcastle because they've sort of haven't flattered us with Bruno G out. And I know they're losing a man U right now, but they're a different team with Bruno G in. And he's back, red card suspension over. And I just, to me, Trippier just he's so such an attacking threat. And like if they do happen to keep a clean sheet, he's gonna get three bonus. 
Um, Man United, Man, sorry, Man City concede, and I just feel like they're Newcastle are a good team. So yeah, I'm, it also like I would be starting uh, Tarkowski over him versus Nottingham Forest away, and I really just hate that Tarkowski is in my team. Like they're terrible. They're fucking terrible teams. They're so, horrible. So, I don't see them keeping a single clean sheet at all the rest of the year. So, and, so can I just check? You're yeah. you are starting Tarkowski over Trippier, or you're not starting Tarkowski over Trippier? Sorry, I didn't quite get that. I'd rather roll the dice that Trippier gets an attacking return and f- somehow they fluke out a, 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 a clean sheet or something, right? Oh, okay. I just feel like Tarkowski, I feel like Everton keeping a clean sheet is like borderline impossible against any team right now. They look so bad, especially away. Yeah, I, I, rather, I, I think it's the away like, thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think neither of them keep a clean, so I'm going to go with Trippier's attacking return. Okay, yeah, because I got Trippier or Tarkowski. I certainly have Trippier ahead of Tarkowski, but I do think it's going to be a question mark that a few people have. Do I start sure. Trippier and who's your who's your fourth? You know, who's the person that's com- or the two players competing with him? I mean, my 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 other defender is Breno, home to Spurs, but I'm more than happy to stick him last on my bench. I got um, Kilman home to Spurs. He, I'd rather play Trippier, and I've got Andreas away to Brentford, which I'm you know maybe. But I just, I don't know. I like Trippier. I don't feel like he's a guy to bench. I mean, I've actually moment, considered yeah. captaining Trippier at some points this season. I can't say that about the other three guys I just said. Yeah. I mean, at the moment, my bench is Tolkowski, Andreas, and Bueno. So it sounds like you're. Well, I, sounds... think I think it's more of an Andreas versus Trippier thing. I don't think Tarkowski is in my plans. Oh, yeah. But at some point, I have to have three defenders, though. So you have to have three defenders, don't you? Well, I got White. And Trent. Yeah. But you can't have Andreas over Trippier, though, can you? Then? Oh, right. Yeah. Duh. Fuck <laughs> All right. Let's keep going here. <laughs> and then my midfield, I assume the same as yours, Kev. Rashford, Salah, Odegaard, and Saka. And then here's my first dilemma, then. I'm currently got the captain's armband on Saka home to Bournemouth. I know. This is tough. This, I mean, this is the big one, right? And then, yeah. I mean, just to complete that, my my forward line is Harlan Watkins, which I know is the same as yours. And then I've got Mitrovic, who yeah. probably who may not play, and therefore, but the reason why I'm not going to probably take a hit is I because you've got Tony, who makes sense. You've definitely got to start Tony at home to Fulham. My my question mark is if Tony gets booked this week, he's uh-huh. then got the. He's then got. He then becomes less attractive to get in, and I'll have to take a hit to get him in. So I'd sell. I'd probably have to sell Edison to yeah. to Kepper and then get Tony in, which is kind of under the same team as you. Then I think. Um, mm-hmm. So, but I think. Um, I guess for me then. So I think my two dilemmas is Saka or Harlan captain. The reason why I'm on Saka is, it's yeah. as much how bad Bournemouth look as as. It's question. The question is Newcastle just uh, sorry Man City just hammered Bournemouth. Was that because Bournemouth are bad or Newcastle are good? Sorry, right. sorry, Man City are good. Sorry, um, but at the moment, I, I think Saka's the way to go. But where, where where's your head? Oh, my head is 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 like not decided. But Holland at home is hard to not, and like because it's Newcastle, he'll start. Right, I know you should probably maybe get a leak, but I'm not yeah, worried yeah. because it's such a big game for them that I think he starts, especially at home. I just feel like. I don't know. I mean, for sure, his EO be a hundred and like fifty percent, no matter what. So, I mean, if you're not captaining Holland, you're basically saying, "I hope he blanks." 
well, no, <laughs> it's going to well, hurt me. Well, and well, Saka well, sure. probably would be around 100 EO as well. I mean, surely, well, you're, surely you're saying that you think Saka outscored Haaland. That's what you need. I think it's a tie. I think it's a tie, man. I just feel like I get it's a great fixture for a player that's sort of in form with Saka, but just Haaland is too fucking explosive at home, man. He's got like four or five hat tricks this year at home. And I don't think it matters who they play the way he scores. Like it could be Bayern Munich. He could get a hat trick at home potentially, right? So I just, as much as the fixtures better with Saka, I don't know if I want to go against 150% EO Holland fucking home game versus anyone, I guess. Like, look, they played Liverpool in the, what do you call it? Uh, community shield back when pool were actually decent. And like he scored and he almost had a hat trick. Remember he was missing chances in the preseason and people were like, Oh, I didn't see that game. That good. Oh, he was fucking unreal. Like my point is, it doesn't matter who he plays. He's going to get all these chances. Yeah. Okay. So I don't think it's like, Oh, you know, Bournemouth, Saka, Shuen. I still think I'd, pro- I'd probably go Holland right now if I had okay. to, but I, it's close. Okay. That's cool. And and we should probably come back to this in the next pod because obviously Arsenal would have played again, City would have played in the cup, and yeah. you know, that, that maybe a bit more information would have gone one way one way or the other. But it sounds like a moment I'm on Saka and you're on Haaland, which you is you also have Kane though, don't you? Or did you sell Kane? I sold Kane for Watkins. Yeah. You and I have pretty much got the same team now. We're right, really right. close on team now. We're, so we're... Kane could come into effect. I mean, he's away at Wolves, but I mean that's gonna be an option for some people too. Okay. I'd probably go Saka Bournemouth over Kane away. Because Kane's been scoring and he's been a fucking annoying to not own, but it's not like he's putting up tens and twelves and shit so far, right? Like he's putting up sixes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I sold Kane to Watkins and they matched each other, so you kind of take exactly. that, right? Exactly. Um, like four so, million in the bank. So, Kev, on the basis that Mitrovic may still not be fit for Brentford away, right? Who would, so my bench order is probably slightly more important than yours, then. So, okay. what order would you have? Tarkowski, Andreas, and Bueno. It sounds like you'd go Andreas Tarkowski Bueno. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so Andreas comes in for Mitrovic, which there there is some sense that because if Andreas comes in for Mitrovic, he's on pens, right? Yeah. Totally. Okay. Cool. And I think that was everything we wanted to talk about for this sort of short, short pod. Unless you yeah. had anything else to cover, cover, Kev. I could do XGXA quick if you want. I could just point out like. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, bro. Tactic goals against Arsenal had 0.02 versus Leicester. That is fucking crazy. Have you ever seen that? Basically, Leicester had no chance of scoring. I mean, they, I that, guess that, that doesn't that, even that. seem right. I mean, like any shot at all must be higher than that. Like if it's 0.02, that means there must have been something going towards the net. Because it's not 0.00. How is it so low? Was it like from was it like a fucking goalkeeper kick? <laughs> that, like happened to go to Ramsdale? Like how is that so low? I'm just I'm just I'm just gonna look at the stats while I'm look at the stats of the game sure. while while you go through some other All stuff. Right, so expected goals, West Ham was the highest this week, and fucking Danny Ings looked no, like awesome. I don't know if you watched any of that, but it was no. good to see him back because they really need to get some shit going. Like they're not a relegation team with with players like Rice on their team, right? Like they've just had and Bowen. Like they shouldn't be down there. So it's good to see them. Uh, you know. I, they could probably go on a run. A player like Danny Ings is a great pickup for them versus Forrest. Uh, then number two, Man City. They're on the list every week, right? I mean, they're conceding annoying goals, but they're still putting up massive XG at 2.98 versus Bournemouth. Villa, 2.06 versus Everton. That's nice to see. 
Um, expected goals against Arsenal, like I just said. Spurs versus Chelsea, that was only 0.26. Spurs are being decent defensively lately. West Ham, uh, 0.35. So they were good defensively as well versus Bournemouth. Forest. Uh, not Bournemouth, sorry. Forest, yeah. Yep. And then uh, expected goals. So Danny Ings is number one at 1.81. Uh, Alvarez was number two, followed by Holland. Uh, for expected assists, Foden. I'm just going to say who they were because the numbers are kind of whatever, right? As long as I say who's on the list. So Foden was number one, then Ben Rama, number two, and Fornell's number three. And for five games, Holland's moved back to the number one spot for five-game XG, <laughs> Gakpo number two, and Rashford okay. number three. So Gakpo's it goes off of that player's last five games, right? Like Rashford didn't play this week, but... But the, the but XA looks interesting, okay? The XA is still Sonny Marsh, Bruno, and De Bruyne, which is funny because none of them fucking played. <laughs> so they're just still the highest on their last five games, right? De Bruyne yeah. is sick. Um, so I thought that was really interesting because, I mean, the XA numbers on the five game, the actual totals are like two point something or whatever, right? Like they're really low, which I find interesting because like Foden's XA was 1.09. So they get, they'll, these players will have a big game every once in a while and it'll keep them in the, it'll keep them up there. Like remember when uh, Willick was in the top, yep. top three yep. for last five games, he had that like two point something in one game and it kept him there for five weeks. It just shows me there's not a lot of XA. Like can't really sure. rely, it's probably, probably less reliable to get good assisting players. And like I think we've seen that with De Bruyne, right? Like he had 11 assists earlier in the year, and then he's just fucking like, where's this guy gone? Like the assists have shriveled up as well as everything else. So I, I just feel like what I'm sort of learning through this season by looking at the last five game weeks, the, the big aha moment that's come out, out of that is like these guys really get expected assists and, and assists in general like sporadically and and it's 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 hard to say this is a good assist player maybe over a season they are but they really come in chunks and if you want a player that you kind of want to have return and chip away every week the assisters are probably worth sort of like fading like it shouldn't be the main thing you look at like if it if it's like trent who's and liverpool aren't shit in the midfield like they 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 typically are in other seasons then it's great because they're you know they're there he, you're getting Trent because Poole typically keep all these clean sheets but he also puts up like 12 assists which is huge over the course of a season but my point is you're not relying on those assists it's nice when they come he gets a haul but you're really it's like the secondary reason he's in your team so maybe that's it you want the high XA defenders but like maybe fade it for the attackers okay um and, and just coming back to the Arsenal Leicester, Leicester had one shot and it was off target. Um, I mean, the, anyone who watched the game obviously know Leicester got the ball in the back of the net, but they were miles offside, so that kind of all gets wow. counted as, as you know, right. it didn't happen, which always makes it feel a bit different. And my my vague memory is it was Kin and Dewsbury Hall having a shot from miles out is my memory right. of the shot, but I I could be completely wrong. Uh, and but yeah, as you say, zero points zero two is ridiculously low. Yeah. Um, Okay, we'll wrap it up there yeah, then, Kev. We're done, bud. Let's do a longer one next time. Yeah, I'm looking. Well, I'm looking. Well, I think next time you're going to hear lots about. It'll be our reaction oh to the out, the outcomes. Game week 28, game week 32. We won't quite know what's going on. We'll make some stuff up as we go along, as usual. But it'll be fun. Yeah. It's going to be interesting, dude, because 
these chips are going to be fucking hard to plan. It's good. Uh, th this is th this this is the fun part of the game for me. Planning I've got my shit figured out as long as like people don't get injured, right? But like, um, let me just put it this way: I just took a minus twelve, and it's because I figured my chip strategy out beforehand. Even if no matter what happens in that Leeds Fulham game on Tuesday. So, like, I wouldn't have taken a minus 12 if I didn't spend the time to go through the chip yep. strategy on, like, a, some sort of planner tool. I used Geek's planner tool, but you're really going to want to do that the second you know that Fulham lead score. Yeah, agreed. Cool. Well, right. enjoy, enjoy the rest of your Sunday, mate, and I'll hope yeah, you buddy. with you on Wednesday. All right, Cheers, man. Bye-bye.